Hello, this is your host here, Joe, here on the Celebrity Tribute, the Celebrity Tribute Podcast. Today, we'll be looking at an anniversary of a particular film, which came out in the 1940s, also part of Fathom Events on the classic movie films. We'll be looking at It's a Wonderful Life, which starred the late actor James Stewart. Well, who are you? I told you, George, I'm your guardian angel. What is it you want, Mary? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Welcome home, Mr. Bailey. Santa Mandel Hogwarts. I wish I had a million dollars. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Martini, welcome home. This is what I wished for. You see, George, you really had a wonderful life. It's a Wonderful Life is a 1946 American Christmas fantasy drama film produced and directed by Frank Capra, based on the short story and booklet, The Greatest Gift, which Philip Van Dorenstern self-published in the year 1943, and is in turn loosely based on the 1843 Charles Dickens novella, a Christmas Carol. The film stars James Stewart as George Bailey, a man who's given up his personal dreams in order to help others in his community and whose thoughts of suicide on Christmas Eve bring about the intervention of his guardian angel, Clarence Oddbody, played by Henry Travers. Clarence shows George all the lives he touched and what the world would be like if he did not exist. So looking at the producer and director, Frank Capra, Frank Russell Capra was born May 1897, passed away September 1991, was Italian-born American film director, producer, and writer who became the creative force behind some of the major award-winning films of the 1930s and 40s. Born in Italy and raised in Los Angeles from the age of five, his rags-to-riches story has led him and film historians such as Ein Freer to consider him the American dream personified. Capra became one of America's most influential directors during the 1930s, winning three Academy Awards for Best Director from six nominations, along with three other Oscar wins from nine nominations in other categories. Among his leading film was It Happened One Night, 1934, Clark Gable. Huh? No, no, well, just simple. It's all that old thumb, see? Yeah, now some people do it like this, or like this. All 
wrong, never get anywhere. Oh, the poor thing. Yeah, boy, but that old thumb never fails. It's all a matter how you do it, though. You know, now, you take number one, for instance. That's a short, jerky movement like this. That shows independence. You don't care whether they stop or not. You got money in your pocket, see? Clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but number two, that's a little wider movement. Smile goes with this one like this. That means you got a brand new story about the farmer's daughter. Mm-mm. You figured that out all by yourself. Nah, that's nothing. Yeah, number three, that's a pit. Yeah, that's a pitiful one. You know, when you're broke and hungry, everything looks black. That's a long, sweeping movement like this. Got to follow through, though. Oh, that's amazing. Mm, yeah, but it's no good, though, if you haven't got a long face to go with it. It happened one night as a th 1934 pre-cold American romantic comedy film. Elements of screwball comedy directing co-produced by Frank Capra in collaboration with Harry Cohen in which a pampered socialite played by Claudette Corbett tries to get out from under her father's thumb and falls in love with a ruggish reporter played by Clark Gable. Theoretically, the film It's a Wonderful Life break-even point was $6.3 million, about twice the production cost of figure it did not come close to achieving on its initial release. Because of the film's disappointing sales, Capra was seen by some studios as having lost his ability to produce popular, financially successful films. Although It's a Wonderful Life initially received mixed reviews, and was unsuccessful at the box office, it became a Christmas classic after its copyright lapse and fell into do public domain, which allowed it to be broadcast without licensing or royalty fees. Today, It's a Wonderful Life is considered to be one of the greatest films of all time and among the best Christmas film. Heck, even James Stewart, has classified it to be one of his favorite films. The cast um, included George James Stewart as George Bailey, Donna Reed as Mary Hatch, Lionel Barrymore as Henry F. Potter. Henry Travers as Clarence. Gloria Graham as Violet Bick. Famous or memorable uncredited cast members include Stanley Andrews as Mr. Welch, uh, the teacher's husband, Al Bridge, as the sheriff with the arrest warrant against George, Andriana Casalita, a singer at Martini's, 
Henry Holman as the high school principal, Mr. Partridge, and also Carl Switzer, formerly a our gang character in The Little Rascals, um, plays Freddie Offello, the student who unsuccessfully tries to flirt with Mary, and also as Joseph Granby, voiced by Angel, Angel Joseph. In his autobiography, Capra recalled, of all the actor roles, I believe the most difficult is the role of a good Sam who doesn't know that he is a good Sam. I knew one man who could play it, James Stewart. I spoke to Lou Wasserman, the MCA agent who handled Jimmy, told him I wanted to tell Jimmy the story. Wasserman and Stewart would gladly play the part without hearing the story. Stewart and Capra previously collaborated on You Can't Take It With You, 1938, as well as Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. It's a Wonderful Life was shot at RKO Radio Picture Studios in Culver City, California. And the 89-acre RKO Movie Ranch in Encino, where Bedford Falls was adapted from Oscar-winning sets originally designed by art director Max Ree for the 1931 epic film Cimarron. Covering four acres, the town consisted of a main street stretching 300 yards with 75 stores and buildings in a residential neighborhood. Capra added a tree-lined center parkway, built a working bank set, and planted 20 full-green oak trees. Pigeons, cats, and dogs were allowed to roam the mammoth set to give the town a lived-in feel. It says only two locations from the film It's a Wonderful Life survive. The first, the swimming pool that was unveiled during the high school dance sequence, is located in the gymnasium at Beverly Hills High School and is still in use as of 2013. The second is the Martini Home in La Canada, Flintridge, California. RKO's movie ranch in Encino was raised in the year 1934.
According to a 2006 book, a spate of movies appeared just after the ending of World War II, including It's a Wonderful Life and Stairway to Heaven, 1946. Perhaps taping into so many people's existence of a loss of loved ones, offering a kind of consolation. It's a Wonderful Life premiered at the Globe Theater in New York City on December 20th, 1946, to mix reviews. While Capra thought the contemporary critical reviews were either universal negative or at best dismissive, Time says It's a Wonderful Life is a pretty wonderful film. It has only one formidable rival, Goldwyn's The Best Years of Our Lives as Hollywood's best picture of the year. Director Capra intervenes humor and affection for human beings, keeping it glowing with life and excitement. Awards and honors prior to the Los Angeles release, Liberty Films mounted an extensive promotional campaign and included a daily advertisement highlighting one of the film's players along with comments from reviewers. Jimmy Starr wrote, If I were an Oscar, I'd elope with It's a Wonderful Life lock. Stock and barrel on the night of the Academy Awards. The Daily New York Times published an editorial and declared that the film and James Stewart performance to be worthy of Academy Award consideration. It's a Wonderful Life received five Academy Award nominations. In the year 1977, a remake of It's a Wonderful Life, with more so having a woman as the main character, like James Stewart portrayed um, George Bailey, came out in, in TV. Again, it happened one Christmas. Is a 1977 American made-for-television Christmas fantasy comedy drama film directed by Don Donald Rye. It starred Marlo Thomas, Wayne Rogers, Orson Welles, and uh, Cloris Leachman. It originally premiered as ABC's Sunday Night Movie on December 11, 1977. The plot, again, the film a gender-reverse version of the 1946 film It's a Wonderful Life centers on Mary Bailey Hatch, a young woman who dreams of seeing the world but is forced by circumstances to remain in her small hometown as head of the family's building and loan business. Christmas Eve, in a moment of financial crisis, a severely depressed Mary contemplate suicide, but is rescued by her guardian angel, Clara Oddbody, 
played by Cloris Leachman, Clara shows Mary the positive effect that she had on everyone she has made and has met through her own lifestyle. To our dear friend, Peter Bailey. That's not what I'm here for. This institution isn't necessary to Bedford Falls, never was. I move we turn the company over to the state receiver. Oh, Miss Potter, isn't a little uh, premature? Josh, I don't want any more of your political claptrap. Peter Bailey's gone. There's no one here competent to run the damn thing. Well, I feel as though I... Like I said, no one competent. Now, well, wait just a minute here. Now look here, Mary. Your father was no businessman, and business is what we're here to discuss. No matter how sad I am at his passing. Ah, oh, that's wonderful coming from you, Potter. Considering you probably sent him to his grave. Ridiculous. You're what's ridiculous, Mr. Potter. You never could beat my father, could you? You're a preposterous girl, Mary. You better hurry off to Europe and write one of those books you deal better in fiction than in real life. Yes, you think I couldn't have crushed? Again, Marlowe Thomas there along with Orson Welles. Also, I remember, I think it was the 1980s, where um, I think cable channels were looking to add color to old black and white films. I know they did it with um, the comedy duo Laurel and Hardy. Um, I think it was back in the 80s. And they also did it. To it's a wonderful life again originally was in black and white but then added a uh, color to it uh, my opinion of, of that is um, I do like to see things in color but I suppose if something is originally supposed to be in black and white it should probably stay in black and white. But, um, obviously, the, um, I think each year when It's a Wonderful Life is premiered on cable, it is shown as black and white. So that colorization was a one time thing, I believe. It said a musical stage adaptation under adaptations and other media of the film titled It's a Wonderful Life was written by Sheldon Harnick and Joe Rapsolo. The version was first performed at the University of Michigan in the year 1986, but a planned professional production was stalled by legal wrangling with the state of Philip Van Doren Stern. It was eventually performed in Washington, D.C. by Arena Stage in the year 1991 and has had revitals in the 21st century, 
including a stage concert version in New York City in 2005 and several productions of regional theaters. In the year 1986, Skid on Saturday Night Live features William Shatner introducing the lost ending of its It's a Wonderful Life in which George Bailey, played by Dana Carvey, and the citizens of Bedford Falls discover that Mr. Potter, played by John Lovitz, has stolen George's money and take turns beating him up in his office. <laughs> The Last Temptation of Clarence Oddbody is a 2011 novel written by John Pearson. The novel images the future lives of various characters if George had not survived his jump into the river. And in the year 1990, the made-for-television film Clarence stars Robert Cardine in a new tale of the helpful Clarence Oddbody. I don't know if I remember that, but... So that'll do it for today's information about It's a Wonderful Life, remembering the anniversary of the film. Although I've been reading on here, I've seen 1946, 1947. Um, I'm getting different <laughs> year vibes about when the actually film came out. So um, I'm guessing it was around the mid 1940s to late 1940s when it came out, sometime after World War II. So that will do it for today's Celebrity Tribute Podcast as we look at a particular Christmas film, an anniversary of a film, It's a Wonderful Life. If you have not seen the film, maybe take the time and See if you can get a chance to see it around this Christmas season or sometime during the year when you um, can get a chance. It's a classic and great film as well, too. That will do it for today's Celebrity Tribute for um, this month. As I'm getting my voice kind of back together, Um doing the podcast and whatnot. I uh, hope you all have a great holiday season and I'll be back sometime after Christmas for more live videos for the flashback music track and the celebrity tribute.